Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring in the eight game NBA main set on Monday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name's DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm now making videos for NBA Top Shot as well. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, also up on Apple Podcasts, we'll link down below. It's called the DKDFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on Patreon.com, an esports package, which includes Call of Duty as well as CSGO, and then an NBA package. And finally, I want to thank Picks for sponsoring the show. If this is your first time watching these videos or you're not familiar with Picks, the idea is you're taking over under on fantasy points. For example, De'Aaron Fox is projected for 44 fantasy points. Do you like the under? Do you like the over? Um, you can mix and match sports. They have esports. They have tennis, golf, all that good stuff. So if you guys want to sign up, you need to code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below, you get 100% match up to $100. So if you put $100 in, you get a free $100, basically $200 to play with. Um, and with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and their prices for this eight-game slate, let's look back mine up here from Sunday. So Sunday, this is my final line up here. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Porter Jr., Kawhi Leonard, uh, John Collins, Cat, uh, uh, Santa Ransky, Hernan Gomez, and Thad Young. So I can get out of the way as you guys can see. Yeah, right now I'm kind of in the middle of the pack. Um, so let's go over, um, you know, so Lowry, I was really, really high on, on him. I was surprised how low owned he was. Only 15% owned for Kyle Lowry with no Fabian Fleet, no Pascal Siakam, and no Ojananubi in a great matchup. So that did surprise me. Kevin Porter Jr. was the clear play. Um, it was a blowout, so he didn't get any run in the fourth quarter. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, I was debating back and forth with him versus Jimmy Butler, him versus Jimmy Butler. I might have made a mistake in playing Kawhi over Jimmy. The only reason I went Kawhi, and I talked about this on the stream, was I liked, uh, or I thought the game had more upset or a higher over under, uh, but Jimmy went insane again for 60 plus fancy points. It's just Jimmy Butler is almost unfadeable right now. And then John Collins, once he got to start the center, uh, he was a really, uh, really good play. Carl Anthony Towns, not a mistake here. I will play him in the, in the spot 100 times out of 100. We just got a little bit unlucky here. Seven turnovers. Also, Anthony Edwards having a ceiling game. So, and also this game is way lower scoring than it should be. 106, 101, uh, two teams that play very little defense. So, um, if you played Carl Anthony Towns tonight, you got very unlucky. He was a phenomenal play. Again, I'll play him in that spot 100 times out of 100. Now, Santa Ransky, again, a clear value play once we knew that he was starting 22 fancy points. Herna Gomez, I just need someone super cheap. He was mid-price. Did only get 11. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from him, but again, I needed uh, someone super cheap. And then Thad Young, uh, just kind of a guy that, that was last piece in. Wasn't super excited about it. I didn't think his minutes would go up too much, but it was, again, the last piece that, that fit in. So that's really it for the look back, guys. We'll see uh, really uh, where my... Um, if I have a chance to cash, I think I'm going to need Kyle Lowry to have a really big game. Um, so that's it for the look back, guys. Hope you guys had a good night. And let's see if we can keep it rolling here for this eight-game slate. So we have, let's see, six of the eight games out right now. Kings and Hornets at 240 over under. Very, very high one here. Uh, Hornets, two and a half point favorites. Knicks and Nets at 225 over under. The Nets are seven and a half point favorites. Pacers, Nuggets at 226 and a half over under. The Nuggets are five point favorites. Clippers and Mavs at 227 and a half over under. The Clippers are one and a half point favorites. Memphis, uh, Grizzlies, and the Phoenix Suns at 228 over under. The Suns are seven point favorites. And the Lakers and the Warriors at 222 and a half over under. The Lakers are three point favorites. So let's start off with Sacramento and Charlotte, a game that has a lot of upside, in my opinion. I like the Sacramento side way more just because they have a lot um you know more condensed rotations so darren fox at the top at 9.1k just continues to get it done continues to play close to 40 minutes a night and this is a guy that has triple double upside so i really do like darren fox even at that price can love the matchup uh the secondary place here barnes and healed are both viable just because of minutes right harrison barnes 39 minutes last game buddy healed played 37 but neither are priorities the guy that i do like uh is rashawn holmes because the minutes for him 35 and 35 
And uh, he's just a lot better point printed guy than Barnes and uh, Buddy Heald. So really, really do like Rashawn Holmes at 6'4". I think he's one of the better plays in the mid-range, as long as he can stay out of foul trouble. We've seen games where Holmes is... Uh, you know, somewhat popular, and then picks up two quick fouls right away. So that's the risk. Now, Bagley at 6K, I'm not super interested in him. The minutes have been trending down since Halliburton has come back, so I'm going to stay away from Bagley. Halliburton at 5'8". I need to keep, we need to keep an eye on the news here. So if there's no minutes restriction for Halliburton in this game, then I actually think he's a decent play in the mid-range. If he's still going to be limited like 25 minutes, then I'm, I'm going to pass. Um, and then Bielitsa has been in the rotation, but playing about 15-ish minutes. Uh, not super interested in that, and I'm not really interested in Corey Joseph. So moving on to Charlotte. It's a great matchup here, but now they just have a lot bigger of a rotation. So LaMelo Ball would be the guy for me at 8.7K. The issue I have is the minutes, right? 29, 31. So he's not playing as like 38 minutes like he was earlier with Devontae Graham there. Um, I still think he can get there in about 31, 32 minutes, but he's a lot riskier. Again, Gordon Hayward at 7.3. Like I said, I like the matchup, but like... I'm not. If I'm gonna take a shot, on one of the like main guys is gonna be Lamelo. No thinking Rozier. No thinking PJ. No thinking Malik Monk. Cody Zeller should play 20 to 25 minutes. I think it's a fair play at that price because Sacramento is a big team. But they're still giving Biombo some run. They're still giving PJ Washington uh, some backup center run. So and then Devontae Graham himself a four seven really hasn't been playing much. 19, 18, 17 minutes. So I need to see him play more before I can target him with confidence. And that's really it for me for Charlotte. So I feel like I should have more interest in this Hornets team, but there's a lot of guys still priced up from when they were uh, missing a few players. And moving on to Milwaukee and Washington, Giannis ended to combo. As long as the Wizards can keep this game close, is in a smash spot. One of the best possible spots, one for 70 last game. I really like Giannis at the top, one of my favorite spend-ups. Middleton, no thank you. Drew Holiday's at 6.5K, so... Um, looks like the minutes restriction is off him. He played 32 minutes the last game. If he's going to continue to play 30 to 35 minutes, I actually think you could look to Drew Holiday. Um, so, again, great matchup here. I think he is a little bit underpriced. And then Bobby Portis, I took a shot at him last game. It worked out in 22 minutes, one for 29 fancy points. Uh, just love the spot here. So, uh, I'm not going to say he is a cash game play because the minutes fluctuate. But um, if he does play over 20 minutes, there's probably a decent chance he can get there. And that's it for Milwaukee. Moving on to Washington. So, uh, Westbrook without Beal, they were able to keep it close. Uh, he had 39 minutes, went for 80 fancy points. We're not going to get 80 fancy points again from Russell Westbrook with Beal back. That does take a hit, but I still think he's a viable play at the top. And I do prefer him to Brad Beal just because of the fact that he's got triple double upside every time he takes the court. Now Beal a little bit more of the risky play because he's not going to do as much, uh, as much of the peripheral stats, but still viable here. Rui, no, thank you. The value is kind of out of play for me with, um, you know, with Beal there. I will mention Alex Lund started the last game. He played 33 minutes. I mean, I just, I just never know what Washington's doing with their center rotation. I just I have no idea. Um, if he's going to get 30 minutes again, then he's one of the best value plays of the slate. Will we get anywhere close to that? No. There's also a chance that they start Len and he literally gets benched because that has happened multiple times or two. So it's like, yes, I have finished Alex Len, but who knows how many minutes he plays if he does start. Uh, moving on to New York and Brooklyn. So love the spot here for the Knicks. Julius Randle, 9.8K. Really think uh, he's one of the better plays at the top as well. Should play about 40 minutes. A guy that has uh, triple-double upset, honestly. Went for triple-double last game. So really do like Randle at the top. And I'm I'm really high in Emmanuel quickly at 5.6K because Derrick Rose out. Alfred Payton, doubtful. And quickly started the second half. And we know he's a really good point per minute guy. He played 33 minutes that last game. If he starts at the point guard position, I love quickly at that price point. Scrolling down a bit more, Nerlens Noel, 5.4K. With Taj Gibson back, the minutes have been trending down for him, so I'm not going to go there. If I was going to take a shot in one of the, the value bigs, it would be Taj. Um, but that's like, as a, as a last piece in filler, he's all right. 
And then that's really it for me for uh, the next game. Neil Kina started uh, the first half, but only played seven minutes. So I'm um, curious to see who they do the starting lineup. If they do start quickly, I think he's one of the better plays in the mid-range. Moving on to Brooklyn. So honestly, the Nets have been pretty sol- or the uh, the Knicks have been pretty solid defensively, but Harden, Kyrie at the top, I think are both pretty safe options because we know where the offense is coming from from these two guys. Uh, Harden should play close to 40 minutes. Kyrie, like mid-30s minutes. Um, Kyrie is a little bit cheaper at 9-3 compared to Harden 11K, but Harden's got more upside. I'm perfectly fine with either of those top two guys. Uh, DeAndre Jordan at 5.3K should play mid-20s minutes. Again, this, I think he's kind of like a fair play. I will mention Nick Claxton off the bench has uh, consistently been getting around 15 to 18 minutes and is a solid point per a guy. I think you could take a shot at him um, just because, again, he's a guy that can block some shots. Is As long as he's in the rotation, I think he's not going to kill you because he's that good of a point per a guy. Moving on to San Antonio and Detroit. So the Spurs, big news is we've got to keep an eye on DeMar DeRozan at 8.5K. If he's out, then that does boost the appeal of the other Spurs. Now, the Spurs got absolutely destroyed in the game today, but this is a much, much easier spot against Detroit. So if there's no DeMar DeRozan, then DeJounte Murray at the top at 7-7. Again, this game today played limited minutes because of the blowout, but he'll be the number one on offense. He'll probably play 35 minutes. Again, blowout 30 minutes, blowout here 23 minutes. Previous two games, 35 and 35. I'm expecting about 35 minutes for him. I don't love the price point, but again, this is a much easier spot, and this game should stay close. So would like DeJounte Murray at the top. Jakob Pertles at 6K. Um, probably get around 30 minutes from him. I think it's just a fair option. Uh, Rudy Gay at 5.5K. We're probably going to get around 20 minutes from him. Um, I don't love the price. I think Derek White, Keldon Johnson are interesting. Derek White has been absolutely um, terrible. Besides, I guess, that game tonight in 25 minutes, one for 41 fancy points. Huh. And that was a blowout, too. So it looks like Derek White was the only guy. Again, that was a, that was a game that was not on the main slate, so I wasn't really following it. Um, I just remember in this game, he did kind of salvage his, his game against Orlando, but he started with like, I think negative 0.5 fancy points, like in the first half, I want to say. Um, so Derek White and Keldon Johnson are guys that I have to step it up a lot if there's no DeMar DeRozan. So do have some interest in both of them. I would say uh, they're both, both more tournament options. Keldon has not really done much recently, uh, but we've seen some bigger games from him this year. Patty Mills at 4-7, should play around 20 minutes, uh, but don't love the price there. Trey Lyles did start uh, the game tonight, did only play 14 minutes. Uh, we'll see if the Spurs do the starting lineup, but really the main interest is Jonte Murray at the top, and then guys like Derek White, Keldon Johnson, if there's no DeMar DeRozan. Now, if DeMar DeRozan plays, that kind of takes everyone out of play for me. It probably would only be DeMar DeRozan himself that I would have some interest in. On the Detroit side... Jeremy Grant, 7-5, is, uh, you know, the the piston that is playing the most consistent minutes. Should play about mid-30s minutes. Uh, Spurs, not great defensively, but Jeremy Grant has been up and down, so let's say more of a tournament play. Mason Plumlee, I think, is a fine option. Not playing huge minutes right now. Probably get somewhere around 25 to 30. Is a good point for a guy, but I wouldn't expect more minutes than that because Isaiah Stewart continues to play well off the bench. DeLon Wright at 5.6K did play 31 minutes at last game against the Nets. If he's going to continue to play over 30 minutes, I actually think he's a pretty decent play at that price point. Josh Jackson, Sadiq Bay, I'll pass on. Wayne Ellington, doubtful. So they're a little bit thin. Isaiah Stewart, again, mentioned him. He's been playing around 20 minutes off the bench. I think he's for sure in play as a value option. And then if there's no Dennis Smith Jr., if there's no Wayne Ellington, I know it's really gross, but hey, Rodney Magruder played, played 28 minutes off the bench. And he's actually, when given minutes, he's been pretty good. So I actually think Rodney Magruder is in play for value at 3.4K. And that's it for Detroit. Moving on to the Clippers and the uh, Mavs. This game should be pretty fun to watch. 
Kawhi and Paul George, I think both are still a little bit too cheap at 8.9 and 8.2k respectively. Like them both. Uh, centers, no thank you. Reggie Jackson started uh, the game tonight with no Pat Beverly. I think he played 16 minutes in the first half, so on pace for about over 30. I think if he starts again, it's just a fair play. Uh, Terrence Mann should get about 20 minutes off the bench as a viable punt play. But that's really it for the Clippers. Let's move on to the Mavs. It's Luka, it's Porzingis at the top. It's Luka for me that obviously I feel a lot more comfortable with. Should play mid-30s minutes, a guy that has triple double upsets. Like him at the top, Porzingis more of the high-risk, high-reward play, but he's been playing around 30 to 35 minutes in close games. I think it's, again, playing well recently too. So those two at the top. Other than that though, there's not a ton of love here for Dallas. I will mention Dwight Powell actually played the backup uh, five role last couple games, 12 and then 19 minutes. If you want to take a shot on him, but it's just something I never feel confident about because Carlisle always rotates the centers. Moving on to the Pacers and the Nuggets. So, DeMontis Sabonis at 9.6K, I think it's a pretty solid play. Played 43 minutes that last game, 65 fancy points. Again, a guy that has triple-double upside. So, Sabonis, even with Levert there, uh, continues to get it done. So, I do like him at the top. Brogdon and Levert, their respective prices are both decent plays, but neither priorities. Levert uh, did play... 27 minutes in his first game. Um, I think they're going to kind of ease him back. So I'm going to wait uh, for that price to come down a bit. Miles Turner, they're going to need him defensively to guard Nicole Jokic. Uh, should play around 30 to 35 minutes. Has flashed some upside games. But again, you kind of need one of those games where he has like four or five blocks. So I think he's in play for tournaments. A little bit worried about the foul trouble. And no thank you on the value for the Pacers. Moving on to the Nuggets. Jokic at the top. Again, just a safe option. Should play mid-30s minutes. Uh, I do like him there. Murray, MPJ, secondary options. I will mention Will Barton has been playing really well recently. In 36 minutes, 34 fancy points. He continues to play 30 to 35 minutes and continues to get it done. I think he's a decent play in the mid-range. Uh, Millsap, Jermichael Green, both healthy too, but neither really stands out there. Spectre prices. No Monty Morris, no uh, Gary Harris. Campozo will probably continue to get some run. Played 27 minutes last game. Did only have 11 fantasy points, but if he's going to continue to play mid-20s fantasy point, or mid-20s in minutes, I think he's somebody you could look to as a punt play. All right, two games left, Memphis and Phoenix. Honestly, Phoenix has been really solid defensively. So Ja, JV are in play, but more contrarian options because the matchup, uh, if you made me pick, I might lean towards Jonas Valanciunas in 7.6K just because... Um, he has been uh, a really, really solid point for a guy, and I'm not really afraid of DeAndre Ayton defensively. Mid-range guys, Brooks and Clark, kind of secondary options, and everyone's really healthy, so there's not a ton of love on Memphis. On the Phoenix side, not a whole lot I mentioned either. I think Chris Paul, 7.8K, should play you know, 30 to 35 minutes as a safer option because of his assist, but not really a priority there. Booker, viable for tournaments, but again, uh, don't love it. DeAndre Ayton, I will mention the mids are trending down for him. 22, 23, 29. Uh, which makes him a lot riskier, which actually does make Dario Sarge viable. So three of the last four games, 26, 24, and 26. And they've actually closed with Sarge a couple times here recently. So I think Sarge is firmly in play for value. A good point for a guy, a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. I think he's in play at 4.2K. Finally, Lakers and the Warriors. So LeBron James had a uh, very, very subpar game there against the Pacers, only for 40 fancy points. It was Kuzma. You know, it was the secondary options that really, that really stepped up. But most of the time, LeBron is a guy that is really, really safe. And I'm not really scared of Golden State defensively. So I do think he's a good option at the top of no Anthony Davis. Schroeder, Harold Kuzma all played well. Kuzma went for 40-plus fancy points. Montrez Harrell played over 30 minutes. And this is a small ball Golden State team. So I expect him to play probably similar minutes. And then Dennis Schroeder. Should play, uh, you know, 30 to 35 minutes. So I think all three of those mid-range Lakers, Schroeder, Harold Kuzma, are firmly in play. Does one stand up more than the other? Not really. But all three, I think, are pretty decent options. Markeith Morris lost Mets last game, only 19. I'm not paying 4 or 5 for him if he's going to play under 20 minutes. 
Uh, still no Marcus Salt. THT not playing enough minutes for, for me to really get super excited there. KCP to rely on the scoring. Damon Jones will probably start and play 10 to 15 minutes of Marcus Salt role, but he really hasn't done much. Um, and that's it for the Lakers. Let's finish up with the Warriors. So Steph Curry at the top at 10K. Uh, just a guy that has, again, the upside is massive with him. And I think he's a good tournament play. Now, Draymond Green is at 6.5K. I think that price stands out because he's a guy that is in close games is playing mid-30s minutes, a guy that really has triple-double upside. He's being very aggressive on the offensive end. Had a triple-double against the Utah Jazz. Um, I think Draymond Green is one of the better plays at the slate. I really, really like him at that price. Oubre, Wiggins, secondary options for me. Uh, James Wiseman at 5-1. Did play 23 minutes um, off the bench. I'm expecting 20 to 25 minutes, which makes him a viable play, but not like a priority for me. Jordan Poole actually has been playing well off the bench for the Golden State Warriors. 26, 20, 22 minutes. He's been shooting the ball well. Um, it's really hard to trust Steve Kerr in the bench rotation, but worth a shot for tournaments because, uh, again, he's getting hot. And that is it for uh, the team by team breakdown, guys. And I think that's going to do it for the video as well. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you don't want to go live. Again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream before locked over everything, answer all your guys' questions. So make sure to check it out, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night. And I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.